Hey everyone, it's Adam Carolla and welcome to another episode of Going Racing, the show that highlights the fastest cars, best races, biggest celebrities in the automotive world. Experimenting with my lighting over here. Yeah. I, I put some tape over the top of the theater light and I don't know how well that worked. Now I got to turn on my drop light in front of me, but I didn't care. You know uh, what uh, you could try hmm. doing, Adam, is uh, having your theater just be a white screen and your your projector, the screen, just project like a white image and then it'll just light it and bounce back to your face. You know what I mean? No. Oh. Okay. Be the theater, just be a white no, screen. No, the, the, if you make the screen and just project a white image, so it's just like that, that screen will act as a light towards your face. Yeah, so I, I still don't know. You're saying make a white screen. Make a white image projected onto the screen. So just take a block of white color and just project that onto the screen so then it's lit. Oh, okay. Off air. Well, well, wait, wait. How would I take I take a block of white color and project it on? No, no, no. He's just what? saying turn the projector light on in your home theater and it will it'll light up the room because it'll reflect off the giant hundred inch screen oh, turn on the projector yeah, yeah. Oh, okay why don't you say so i, the <laughs> I know I, I, uh i got gotcha. you i got gotcha. you i'm picking up what you're throwing down chris <laughs> well i you, could, i would understand turn on the projector <laughs> like a block of white light uh of white and put projected onto the screen uh so if you think if i just turn on my projector the yeah, TV. but if it, it needs to be like a white image or like a, a light yellow image that you're projecting, because if it's oh. just black, then it's not gonna it's not gonna do anything. Well, how would you just project a black image? That's what I'm saying. So we just got to figure out how to project a white image on you. Oh, so it's, it's like turn the projector on, but don't have it on ESPN. Right. Yes. Right. I mean, you wouldn't project a black image. You just have whatever was on ESPN, and it would change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you're saying. But you're saying put it to like C antenna where it was just on. Yeah. Okay. This is taking a while, but I got it. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Carcast. Yeah. yeah. Welcome, welcome <laughs> to Carcast. Well, I could turn it on now and just turn it on. Like it would just be on whatever TV station it's on, and turn the sound down just to see what it looked like. I might interesting anyway, i'll give it a try i'll try that yeah Keep talking matt what okay. would you get an urcon yeah so i was driving the new uh uh lamborghini this weekend sort of our version of social distancing is you don't drive from point a to point b you drive from point a to point a you just jump in the car you go for a ride and uh uh you know and then a little while you just you just come back you just come home I can hear the chimes in the back. I hear things firing up in the theater. Sorry, I did this on air. I, I realized <laughs> it was the wrong decision now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Lamborghini is fantastic. I think it's a little more subtle than uh, than the McLaren, uh, especially the 720S. That, uh, we drove. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there's a, sort of an unboxing video. Yeah, it's a midnight yeah. blue with the black uh, convertible top on it. and Yeah, actually, if you want to hear something fantastic, there's a, uh, a, the next post or something I put up is 
has the gauges and it's revving and uh i don't know how that comes across on the nice so here's the thing you don't get with a lot of new cars is is that sound because this is still a naturally aspirated v10 there's no turbos or anything there's nothing porsche turbo there's nothing mclaren turbo uh so and by the way we can make 640 horsepower with this engine and go zero to 60 in two and a half seconds like naturally aspirated is not dead <laughs> did um it's a audi power plant i'm guessing yeah i'm sure uh Lamborghini's got a little more input on it now than anything um, because I don't know where else it is other than in, in the R8, right? So uh, it's a, actually an interesting question is, is at this point, how many R8s are being sold versus Lamborghinis? And I'd be curious to know if sales are wildly different or, or, or similar. That's an yeah. interesting question because uh, a few years ago, obviously, you would have said R8 Audi, but I feel like I see more Lamborghinis and less Audis yeah. now. Um, so, or more Enies and less Audis. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I still got it. <laughs> the show that's on I'm watching has Mark Ruffalo and Reese Witherspoon in it, and she's playing her own ghost. I don't, uh, her body's in a hospital bed and she's standing over her body and, and talking to Mark Ruffalo. That's I, all I know about this show. I, Sorry. I don't know what that is. You should be watching, uh, driven. Uh, I watched, <laughs> uh, I like, well, first off I, I watched, uh, Bo's, oh, God damn it. I'm trying to think that. So I watched, uh, Bo's new TV show is going to join us, Bo Bachman in about 15 minutes we'll talk about driven i did watch driven i did enjoy driven and yeah. then driven the stallone movie and there's <laughs> driven the bo bachman series and then there's also f1 drive to survive i think it's called i don't know what that series is on netflix i watch it every night i just don't know what the it's called like f1 drive or driven to survive or drive to survive yeah you you like that show i haven't watched it yet it's in my queue you really should. It's uh, it's done. The thing that's interesting about it is I was looking at it is it's done by the documentarians who did Amy, um, which is the Amy. What's her name? Story. Um, oh, come on, Max Pata. Who's it? Amy Weintraub. Is it Weintraub? Winehouse. 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 Amy Winehouse. So so it's done by. Um, Formula One, Drive to Survive. Right. It's really good. And it's done by the producers that did Amy and like, I don't know, some other doc that has nothing to do with cars uh, or produced and directed. Um, so the point is, is it has a lot of great story in it. It's not just car stuff. The car stuff is is excellent, but it's kind of like a soap opera I'm not a soap opera, but it's like this driver drove for McLaren and now he's going to Renault. Will he be able to? And the people at McLaren are gunning for him and the Renault guys are, uh, you know, excited about the new young buck. But then there's the old cagey veteran driver. Will he get a ride next year? Well, not if he doesn't put it on the podium at, uh, at the New Zealand's uh, F1 race. And it's just a lot of that, you know, like like you realize it's just a great, 
stage for drama. So the people that do it, who does do it? Let's see. Oh, exit through the gift shop. Right. Senna, um, McClendon, uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Amy. Right. So the point is, is they did exit through the gift shop and they did Amy, which are two very critically acclaimed documentaries that have nothing to do with driving. And, and, and they did Senna too. And Senna had a lot of that in it. The, you know, the reason people gravitated towards Senna and, uh, and even uppity for that matter, is a, there's a lot of story other than car yeah. that, that's in it. And so you would like uh, the F1 series on Netflix, but uh, your girlfriend would like it too, because it's just a kind of this story about these guys. You know, it's like so much competition and they show the team owners and, you know, the, the, the eccentric guy who owns the energy drink company who's pledged $35 million and now he's, they're losing and they're pulling their money out. And all, by the way, the thing you really get from most all of this stuff is it's like team members crashing into each other a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, like and, 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 and lots of like, most all of it is just like they show the team and it's like McLaren is pumped and or Haas is pumped. Not that not Carl Haas, but uh, other Haas. Uh, there's an F1 Haas and like the guy's pumped and it'll be like, um, we're going to get our first, you know, top 10 win. You know, first things first, you realize that. And and I know this too. I mean, it's it's you don't understand it when you watch movies or even when you watch TV. But I mean, it's like some of these guys, a fifth place finish is huge for them. It's yeah, huge. It's it's they're not thinking about winning the race. They're not thinking about a podium. It, literally, if they can come in fourth or fifth, that's a huge. That's huge for their team, right? Yeah, number one, because uh, they're not going to beat Mercedes and they're not going to beat Ferrari. But if they can beat McLaren, this is huge, you know, so they'll they'll have like, it'll be that you start to realize that, yeah, not everything's about first place. There's a lot of life where fifth place is pretty fucking good, too. And and then at some point when they're, you know, there's a lap and a half left in the race the two teammates will crash into each other going into like the third turn. And, and the guys will be like, well, no, no, no. And there's like so much, so much of this shit is the guy's cruising. He's going to get a fifth place finish. It's going to get, it's going to get points. It's going to be great. And at the very end, he just tries some move on lapped traffic or something. And the guy doesn't see him and he just breaks the front wing off and the, he gets a flat, he gets a puncture and it's like, uh, 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 and the driver's like, shit, shit, shit. And the team guys are like, no, no. And it's, you, you realize that those cars are so goddamn fragile. Yeah. With all the front wings and everything. And these guys dive in and they try these crazy moves all the time. And the guy stays online, hits them, fucks the car up. They get a tire puncture and there's two laps left in the race and they were lapping traffic. Like there's just so much, there's so much of that. There's so much of like guys just trying moves on the first lap and just getting out of the race completely. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know how you, 
I don't know how you coach that. Like, these guys are all, like, super hard-charging young stallions. But so much so that they fucking crash into their own teammates all the time. Like, could you imagine paying for that team and both your cars were taken out by one of your cars? Yeah, of of course, you... You'd be pissed because now you're doubling the expenses. Like you're, you're doubling at the end of the race. If somebody takes you out and it's not your fault or something happens and you, you know, you slide off, you damage your car. But why take out the other multi-million dollar car on your team in the process? Like you'd be, you'd be pissed. And, and you kind of think, oh, if something happens at the beginning of the race and you're out, maybe you're saving money, but you're, you're not really because your team is still there. The expenses are still there and your sponsors don't get any screen time if you're out on lap two. So they're pissed. Right. So, right. You, you know, you, you talk about a team that is just kicking and screaming just to get a fifth place position. That's there. You want that because that's high enough up the ranks that you're going to get some screen time. And right. And, and the sponsors feel like they're getting something out of the deal. The, uh, the movie I think I'm watching is Just Like Heaven, <laughs> which uh, has Mark Ruffalo and uh, what's her name? And uh, he's, uh, I, guess, I guess Reese Witherspoon is like his wife who's on a ventilator who's watching him. Now there's the scene where the hot chick is over at his house and he, he's trying to bang her, but of course the wife's ghost comes back i don't know probably didn't need to see this one but anyway uh (laughs) so we'll talk to bo and uh his new show's really interesting he took shelby's or he took this test mule pantera that shelby was working on with lee iacocca and he uh it's got a twin turbo in it gail banks was on this uh episode it's got like a nascar um I don't know, 361 Chrysler motor in it. I guess Iacocca was over with Chrysler at the time. Yeah, yeah, working on a Viper project at the time. But uh, it'll be be interesting because I, I don't know. There was, there was some indication that possibly that test mule could have, could have had like a Viper V10 in it at some point, which uh, I don't know what it does to that car. That's a big, heavy lug. You know, when when the ten originally came out in the Viper, I believe it was all iron. It was it was no aluminum block. Uh, but big, iron heads, iron heads too. Yeah, yeah. I think wow. I think it was. Yeah, wow. I think it was a big heavy lug. Yeah, I I remember I remember iron head sounds about right. Well, I just remember it was like a truck engine or something. I yeah, think. yeah, and four hundred horsepower at the time, which seemed good. But you know, over the over the life of of the Viper went from 400 horsepower to lighter weight and I don't know, 600 and something horsepower. Well, it's interesting that, uh, the, I've always liked the Pantera and the Pantera, um, Pantera, one of the original cool exhaust cars in a world where everyone has cool exhaust. Now the Pantera was like one of the original big quad Mm -hmm exhaust like my friend you know you think about those moves that sound like crazy rich whatever my friend todd oiler his dad was an attorney and his dad conley 
was the head of the like California bar for a while. And I remember he always drove like a Bronco or he had, and he had a Pantera in his garage. Hmm. And it's, it's funny that he, they just lived in kind of a nice medium sized ranch house in the Valley, but it was a nice medium sized ranch house. And there was a, and there was a, a pick and there was, and there was this Pantera that was in the garage. And, and I remember going like, oh, my God, your dad has a Pantera. Like, you know, think about what cars meant, you know, back then. My kids don't fucking know who's driving what, and they don't give a shit. But for us, it was a big deal. And he and I remember Todd was like, uh, yeah, they uh, my dad is the lawyer for, you know, Galpin or the lawyer for it was like. Uh, whatever Felix uh, Ford in downtown LA or something. So they just give him a car. They like give him a car, like to drive around for a year. And then he swaps it out for the other car, whatever, like in lieu of payment or something like that. And I was just like, Oh my God. Yeah. Dad gets a free Pantera. They gave him a Pantera. (laughs) Like I couldn't wrap. You know, my dad was like a substitute school teacher, drove a VW bug. I was like, oh, my God, it freaked me out. Like I couldn't like I didn't think you could get any richer than somebody giving you a free Pantera to drive around for you. Yeah. And it was white. And and it it was a cool piece because it was like it it had the uh it's such a cool euro interior with the gated shifts and it had a lot of really cool things going for it i just don't think it ever worked that well like no and as as sleek looking as it is i don't know that it was aerodynamically superior i think it actually had a lot of lift to it i i just you know first of all it sat up very high and there was no real like uh you know n- n- you know, no real, it, it just got a lot of uh, air like, like going underneath it and, and uh, not much in the way of like front air down side skirts and manage the undercar air. So I, I don't know how, how it's a cool car, you know, certainly very cool, but. Uh, yeah, I don't, um, you know, the, the, the way I kind of judge a car is how many racing versions of this car were there and how successful were they and if you look for racing panteras you will see a handful of them out there on rare occasion but they just never did well and so if you think about a car the car is kind of like uh, it's kind of like a, a big block of clay. Like, how can you mold it? How can you, a race car, how can you make this thing into a race car? So if you take a car like uh, a Cortina or 510 or Mustang or a, a Z car, Datsun Z car, you go, oh God, there's won so many races. They've won so many races. And you go, okay, then that means it's a good platform. Yeah, race car. It's it's not a stock Z car winning any races, but you know when you breathe on it, it turns into a great race car. Or obviously Porsche 911. That's a good platform. They've won 10 million races. When you look at other cars 
and you go, that car's never won any races. And <laughs> people tried, you know, doing a version of it. It just didn't work. Then you know that the platform is not that great. Yeah. That, that's kind of my take. Tune in next week for another episode of Going Racing. New episodes available on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts.